Wall and Phenomenon. The Wall and Phenomenon. The Wall and Phenomenon Podcast. The Wall and Phenomenon Podcast. Alright, alright. Okay, what's up everybody? This is Ray Wallen. The Wallen Phenomenon, another podcast episode, and uh, let's see, I brought somebody else online with me today. Uh, Maria, are you there? Can you hear me? I am, I am. Okay. Hello, everybody. Hello to everybody. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day, morning, evening, night, wherever you are. Um, Maria, you are my, my meditating inspiration at the moment. I have not been as inspired about meditation as I have been since I have met you. Now, we wow. met on, uh, now through Facebook for mm-hmm. the majority of it, but you know my pregnant better half, Amber, and she has introduced us, and I am just so thankful that you have taken a few minutes out of your day to chit-chat with me and some of the people that are curious and that are listening about uh, furthering their personal development in the form of meditation. So, um, why don't, I mean, what has... Let's start here. What has transpired in your life? What, what has taken place to get you to where you are today? What, what are the, some of the events or was there one particular moment in time where you just you went from following the masses and just listening to what the news said? I mean, uh, were, you, were your parents into this type of stuff or what got you to where you are on the level of personal development and, and spiritual you know, connectedness? Uh, my father uh, was a very uh, spiritual being. He has uh, passed on. He uh, actually passed away almost seven years ago. And there was always that um, type of conversation growing up with him. Truly what catapulted me into um, changing and evolving into um, a different path was actually my father had passed away and i found out i was pregnant the day that he passed away and told him and then seven months later my husband and i delivered our daughter stillborn and i was um basically on a path where i could be completely destructive or that i could have take this opportunity to grow and um i definitely was on the first path and I uh, was introduced to a very lovely lady who basically did some energy work on me and started counseling me and it made me realize that that is exactly what I wanted to do because the overwhelming amount of pain that I had endured to be able to work through that was so phenomenal for me that I in turn wanted to give that gift to other people and so it inspired me into being a um, a a server. I, I, I want to serve a purpose in, in this life. And so I started studying uh, energy work and massage therapy and just kind of harnessed it. And that's what I do now. My intentions are just to treat others like I would like to be treated and hopefully, you know, put a smile on their face so that they, they can, you know, kind of get through daily life because we're all, you know, given challenges. And it's so important for us to be able to take those challenges as lessons as opposed to setbacks in our spirit. That's right. Experiences. <laughs> well, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an amazing story. I mean, it usually takes something of drastic measures to take somebody from one end of the you know, spiritual spectrum to the other. And uh, I mean, 
I can <laughs> I can claim that I know dozens, if not hundreds, of people that uh, they become destructive over a flat tire or too many mm -hmm. red lights, and, uh, and 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 I'll even send them the, the the quiet you know the quiet message of you know stay positive and these things make you are you know make you who you are and uh, you gotta you gotta forgive the the time setting individual that set the timing on the lights and the guy that held you up at the coffee store so that you hit those lights in general and you know life goes on so well good for you um uh, uh i mean everything oh thank you <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say everything does happen up. for a purpose and i was blessed to have two healthy babies after losing our daughter tiger lily so to be blessed not only once but twice definitely showed me that there was a light you know at the end of um that tunnel of of loss and I, I feel just so blessed i truly believe that anything you put out there you can bring to you if you believe as, as we had uh, spoken previously um you have to believe and it's the hardest yet the easiest thing to do if you're willing to succumb to just believing in yourself and believing that you can bring anything into your life because everything happens for a reason I agree. I agree, and I and I think most people that are listening agree also, and, and hence why they're here, and hence why you're here, and uh, and also myself. Tell me a little bit more about the energy work that was done on you. Um, I don't know if we can mention this lady's name, or if you still keep in contact with her. Or she sounds like she almost, for lack of a better term, maybe saved your life. I mean, is that is that okay to say it in, in that sense? Uh, absolutely. You know, I really think that my father saved my life um, as well. Even in his passing, his spirit was what um, led me to her, as she stated to me. Uh, you know, I'll try and be brief on the story, but uh, her name is Donna Ars, and she um, has founded the Healing Light Institute in Auburn, and she's a wonderful, wonderful woman who um, has classes called Teens Matter, Teen Matters, and uh, she focuses on teenagers that are in... Um, you know, having hard times or, you know, difficulties with their parents or what have you and trying to get the parents to understand the teenager's en energy. And um, she also focuses on family counseling and has um, started a new um, nonprofit, which I'll talk about in a couple minutes. But uh, I was at work and I was having, I had just returned back to work from losing Tiger Lily. I was having a very, very hard time. My emotions were just, you know, tapped out, just strained. And one of my coworkers came in to me one day and she came right up to me and said, I was in a counseling appointment with my teenage daughter yesterday and during the middle of the uh, counseling appointment, Donna turned and looked directly at me and said, you need to bring your friend who just lost her child to me. And she said, and I knew right away, obviously she was talking about you, you're the only person that I know that this happened to. She's like, you have to call this lady, you have to call her. So she gave me her card and I did. It was um, like a heaven sent because I was really losing it emotionally. And so I come walking into this lady's office after I make an appointment. And the first thing she says to me is, who's the bear? I said, excuse me? And she said, who's the bear with you? And I was so taken back because they used to call my dad Papa Bear. And I said, well, they used to call my father Papa Bear. And she said, well, he's right with you. He just brought you to me. And he's the reason why you've come to me. And uh, we spoke for a few minutes and she said, I want you to know that you will conceive again and you're going to have another girl. And this child that you lost is a teacher and she's coming back to teach you more. And uh, she then said, you know, I want you to lay on the table 
I'm going to do some work on you. And so I laid on the table and she said, your father's right here with me and he wants you to know that you're his special one. And right when she said that, I just lost it and started crying because that's all my dad ever said to me growing up. You're my special one, baby. You're the special one. And so I knew he right then that he was in that room and she did a bunch of energy work on my body and brought me back into my body. What had happened is when trauma happens to individuals, they separate their souls from their bodies. They kind of check out. They're connected by this cord, but they're checked out. And so they're not feeling anything. They're indulging in things that are taking them further away from their body. They're just, they're gone. They're checked out. So she brought my spirit back into me and, um, you know, said, now's the time to let go of this pain. You don't need to own this pain. Pain should never own somebody's spirit. We should learn from our pain and be able to feel these emotions and work through them. And it was the most amazing feeling when I got off of her table because when when people use the word light, they think of a bright light. Um, often when I use the term light, it's not just in reference to a bright light. It's the actual feeling of not being weighed down and heavy with emotion, but feeling light and exhilarated and just, you know, so happy and free. And that was the feeling that I had after I got off of her table. And so I saw her several times after that. And um, it's actually evolved into a wonderful friendship. And now um, I am going to be working at the Healing Light Institute uh, two, two Saturdays a month, uh, doing performing energy work and healing, as well as working for her nonprofit organization. So she's just definitely been... Um, somebody that was able to on a physical plane bring me back into my spirit and understand that we are not just physical beings we are spiritual beings in physical bodies and there are angels and in beautiful spirits all around us that are guiding us nice nice thank you thank you that clears a few things up i mean it's like uh you know i'm trying to picture this energy work and what's taking place and if you're in like an office or she's bringing to you Mm -hmm. thank you Thanks for clearing that up for me. That 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 makes sense and um, and, and and good for you. I mean, it's just that's an, you have an amazing story, Maria. You really do. Oh, um, thank you. So, it was and how long experience. ago? How how, <laughs> how how long ago was that? Uh, six years ago, actually. Uh, Tiger Lily just turned six years on um, January twenty fifth. This past Monday, so I would say about six years ago right. that I uh, that this took place. Now, over the past six years, now what happened? You, you were so inspired or motivated or, or what, taken back, I guess, maybe to, from what this woman has done for you. And, and obviously it sounds like you were very educated in a sense of kind of how things really do work. And, and, and you took on some of these ways of living and, or, or some of these energy uh, working uh, abilities in yourself. I mean, so what happened over the six years? You know, briefly, what what has taken place over the past six years? I mean, did you immediately go home and you've been meditating every day since, or you know, <laughs> how, how did it work? No, how did, how did it work? no, I I immediately went home. Well, I immediately went to this an art store and I um, bought a bunch of art supplies and I immediately went home and started painting and drawing and writing and. Um, just trying to put my feelings out, you know, on paper and on art and poetry. And I was very inspired by this individual. And 
I, I immediately wanted to be able to give that to other individuals. I felt that if this person can do this for me, I want to be able to give that back to other individuals and kind of like paying it forward. Um, that movie, um, and you know, you know, you receive, so, you know, give it to somebody else so that they can feel it because ultimately we all are connected and that's, the great division in this physical world is we think that we're all separated and nobody can relate to us when in fact it's quite the opposite. So I really wanted to um, focus on bringing that together and I wasn't quite ready at that point. I still continued, you know, my daily job, but I became very restless in that and I wanted something more. And so I started coming up to the mountains a lot and just really seeking mother nature because that is, Mother Nature grounds you and brings you completely into yourself. So I started doing that, and then it was just like, you know what, it's time for a change. It's time for a move. Immediately after losing Tiger Lily, a month and a half later, we found out that we were pregnant again. And um, so I was completely taken back by the uh, Technically, the due date that I had for Tiger Lily, um, I was already two and a half months pregnant with a new little being, and I went back to Donna, and she said, you're pregnant again, aren't you, before I even said anything. I said, yes, I am. And she said, this is going to be a little girl. This is your teacher. She's come back to you. And she was absolutely right. Three months later, I got an ultrasound. And sure enough, I have a little girl inside of me. And so everything that is, you know, that she had worked on and, you know, was telling me was very true. And there was no ego involved in it. She's a very humble person. You give her a compliment and she's like, no, you did it yourself. You you know, she, she feels that she brings, you know, you to yourself and that you're able to evolve and um, have these revelations. And so I had Starfire, our um, second daughter. And then um, six months after that, I found out I was pregnant again. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I have, in between that, I hadn't been pregnant for 10 years. I have two older children from a previous marriage. And I was just like, what is going on here? And that pregnancy catapulted us into we need to make a change let's move to the mountains so we moved to the mountains and I said I'm moving to the mountains and I'm going to live my life the way I want to I'm going to go to massage therapy school I'm going to invest time in learning how to do energy work I'm going to get a few tattoos that I've won I'm just going to be free and I'm going to be me and I'm going to live my truth and so as soon as we moved up here that's what I did I enrolled in a massage therapy program I um started going to this school called the body being and there's a lovely woman named Kim Polistro who actually has a great book out and it's um, called the God within your heart. And it's out right now. Um, but she, it was amazing. She taught me how to meditate and um, basically before class every day, we would sit for an hour, hour and a half inside of a hot sauna and we would start running our energy uh, by running our energy, I mean clear, focusing on each chakra and clearing it out and releasing circumstances that we have allowed to become part of us inside of our bodies. So um, it took about actually three weeks of intense meditation and crying and letting go of things to reverse about 33 years of trauma and experiences and circumstances that have held me back. Um, if you kind of weigh it, it's, you know, a, a little amount of time for such a, a long span of years of, you know, keeping that stuff bottled up. Uh, once I was able to learn meditation and massage, I started 
just doing it daily and then everybody I'd come in contact with, if they were interested in it, yeah, let's go throw down <laughs> meditation or do some massage or do energy work on you. And I started seeing the effect that it was having on individuals that I would work on. It wasn't just the massage that they felt relaxed. They just looked like they were, dare I say, drunk with just relief after I would do the actual energy portion on them. And I feeling energy and being able to harness that was just the ultimate goal for me. And it definitely, I was seeing the difference that it was making in individuals' lives. So I've kind of just gone with it, and that's what I do. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, I got <laughs> just writing constantly right now, just taking down some notes. I mean, just to let everybody know, I mean, I bring people, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of inspiration um, behind what you're saying, and, and that's part of the reason why I got you on, you know, and we're recording this call right now. But at the same time, this is this is great for me, and I hope that you know other people are benefiting as much as I am because I have yet to really break into that side. I mean, there's so many sides to living life on purpose and you know choosing mm-hmm. happiness every day, and that's just one of the sides of this you know, uh, this form that, that I haven't broken into and I've tried and now I, I, I'm really clearing me up on some of the things that I was holding back with or that I refused to do that, you know, are really maybe the key to me being able to break in and really, you know, get a snowball going with this and be able to be more consistent in, in true meditation. Now, I mean, some of the things you were talking about going and getting that art set and, and, and really doing art and poetry and getting back into nature. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in the way that the subconscious mind works, and I, and I totally agree. I mean, I'm the biggest journaler and, and I mean, analyzing my dreams all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so much fun to really tap into this side of you that's talking to us constantly throughout the day that uh, we don't even realize it unless, you know, we, we put ourselves out there in nature and we quiet the mind and, and, and really look at what is coming out in energy form and through art and poetry and, and our dreams and whatnot. So, um, you know, to, to everybody out there, I, I think that that's a huge key in, in getting to a level that, uh, that, that you are at. Um, uh, another thing that I really enjoyed hearing you say that uh, I don't hear enough is the neutralness, I guess, that we need to have um, your friend your energy worker, you know, not accepting the compliments. I've always learned that to really be a neutral being and to be at complete peace, I mean, we need to disregard the positive stuff just as much as we disregard the negative. I mean, these things are simply taking place and, and uh, there's, nobody's really responsible because we're really all one. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I really like that. Now, I did write down, now, Kim, the God within your heart. Kim, what's Kim's last name? So I can... I can Calistro. I can it is C-A-L-I-S-T-R-O. And I highly, she just came out with this book, and I highly recommend it. I just finished it about a month ago, and I was so, so excited that she finally put a book out because the entire time I was going to school with her, I was just like, you've got to write a book on this you know, she was very much the same as Donna, and this is where I believe the difference between a true light worker and um, a light worker per se with different intentions is these individuals are not working with the ego. They're very much working with the spirit, and so when you compliment them, it's not on an egotistical level. They're 
turning around and saying, you know, no, you've got the ability to do it. I'm just giving you the tools. I didn't do anything. I gave you tools. You, you did this on your own. And so they really want the individual to own their own spirit and the spirit's capabilities because truly our spirits do have the, the blueprints and the knowledge and the wisdom if, again, we just sit still and listen to that. We're so busy searching on the outside for satisfaction that to sit within yourself, you don't realize how much satisfaction you truly do bring out of yourself, um, and hence the God within your heart. We're, we're all entities of God. We were made in the likeness of God, and so many things are taken out of context with that, you know, the Holy Spirit being within you. Well, if that spirit is within you, you are just as holy as this entity that you're praising bring that praise to yourself as well and acknowledge the oneness of all of it because it's universal. Um, It it truly is. It it really is. And I think that there's been a misconception because people can't fathom it and they feel that somebody else needs to be in control or giving them that acceptance. And at the end of the day, acceptance comes from your own spirit and truly loving yourself. We're not taught to love ourselves. We're taught to egotistically attain things and, you know, on a conceited way of society's aspect, but we're not taught to truly honor, respect, and love ourselves and the beings that we are and the capabilities that we have because there's so much competition in the world as well. So when you diminish that competition, you just kind of say, no. I always say life is not a competition. It's a journey for each individual. And when you take away that competition, you move forward. There's nothing to compete. (laughs) I mean, there, there isn't. Oh, well said. You're, you're, you, you know, it's your, you're really bringing back some recent memories for me. I just finished a Wayne Dyer book called Inspiration, uh, mm-hmm. Your Guide, Your Ultimate Calling. And, man, he does such a good job throughout his book, the, this book in particular, uh, about explaining the way ego gets in our way. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we can separate ourselves from ego and learn the art of you know, when somebody calls you uh, calls you slow or fat, then, you know, you're going to disregard that. That's something that's pretty much easier to pick up than, you know, when somebody says, you know, thanks for this or thanks for that. I mean, we're all, you know, we're acting. There, there's, a, there's a form of synchronicity that's taking place. There's a connectedness between us all, and there's, you know, there's no reason to indulge in, in appreciation from anybody else because everything is happening, um, you know, in front of our eyes. Everything is a miracle in a sense. Um, so, yeah, I mean, th- thank you for we're talking about that because that, that's, that's real recent for me, just finishing up that book and, and those things, they, they really are stuck in my head right now and I love it when things happen around me that bring those back into the surface and I can play around with them some more. So I'm getting all kinds of good notes here. Um, <laughs> good, you. good. Now, you talked a little bit about chakras. I mean, I think I know uh, a little bit about what those are and where they came from and how they work and what people, uh, you know, what people think about them. Um, but could you explain a little bit about... Uh, the different chakras and, and how you incorporate them into your uh, moments of meditation? Sure. Uh, so there's seven main chakras within the physical body. However, there are chakras all throughout your body. Um, there's 10 meridians that go down throughout your body. And I'm sure you've heard of pressure points and acupuncture. Each pressure point is actually an energy point and it's a mini chakra, but there are actually seven um, larger ones and the chakras, what they do is we all have auras and we have um, layers of auras and the chakras pull from our ethereal layers, which are our auras, um, 
different energy and um, <clears throat> or lack of energy and so if you're drained in a certain area the, the, the chakras don't spin as effectively so each chakra basically is um, a wheel so to speak and um, in Eastern philosophy they, they tend to attribute it to a lotus flower and you know the lotus opens and closes and the lotus represents um, this beautiful flower that it that grows in this gross ugly murky water it rises above this this murky water and becomes this beautiful flower and we're all representations of the lotus um, and the murky water being the world and rising above kind of all the BS in the world and attaining an enlightenment on a spiritual level so each chakra um, represents different areas of your life. You have the base chakra, which is um, down at the base of your spine, and um, I guess in between your um, feminine or male part, and then you know the back part of you, and that's that's your survival chakra, and that basically entails um, you know uh, housing. Um, things that you need, your health, your um, job, just anything that has to do with survival. Money always sits, you know, in that shock or money issues, uh, things like that. And then your second is in your um, abdominal below your, uh, your belly button. And that is uh, the chakra of sexuality, creation and creativity um, and inspiration. And so um, obviously that makes sense if you think about, you know, it, it sits, um, on a woman right you know where her uterus is and that's you know where we create life and in a man um, where his parts are that you know create the sperm and drop it down there's that's the creation portion so that's your second chakra and then your third chakra is um, right above or right at your belly button and that is your self-confidence and your self-worth and how you view your you know you as an individual and then your fourth chakra is your heart chakra located uh, in the middle of your chest, uh, a little bit to the right of your uh, actual heart. And that is your self-love, uh, love for other individuals. And then you have your fifth chakra, which is your throat chakra, and that's your communication, as well as uh, being very strongly linked to your second, which is the inspiration, because that chakra actually runs down into your arms and out of your hand chakras and you write and draw and create you know off of these two beautiful tools that we were given our hands and so that's the throat chakra and then you have your um, sixth chakra which is your third eye and that's your clairvoyance and your intuition and that is located in between your two eyes right near the pineal gland and then you have your seventh chakra which is your crown chakra, and that opens up um, to the universe, pulling in new knowledge and uh, insight. And so um, right above that, there's actually two chakras outside of your body. There's the eighth chakra, which is the entrance to the golden sun for your crown chakra that brings this energy. And then there's the ninth, which is the universe itself, and that's where we as humans or just beings in general are connected to everybody because we're connected through this ninth chakra that is that is the universe and everything. Nice. So Nice. Well so thank you for that. I mean I, <laughs> as many times as I've seen the pictures and read the stuff and, you know, kind of immersed myself into that sort of education, I I am looking forward to be able to recite those as well as you just did to educate other people because 
I, I, I can't do that yet. So this is this is really inspiring to me. Thank you for being able to do that. So uh, that was smooth. Oh, um, thank you. Now that was probably very complex for some of my listeners. <laughs> so I want. It was complex something. for me as well for a long time. <laughs> I, bet. I bet. So what I want to do now is I want to kind of flip it. I want to go real basic on everybody, and I want you to maybe tell what I mean. What is some of the things? Some of the most basic, simplest things that. You know, maybe some of the listeners, or, or when you come across somebody and you don't have a lot of time with them, maybe a stranger, and you guys are talking about these these sort of, uh, of techniques, I guess, for lack of a better word. What is something that you can give somebody that's just some quick and easy advice on maybe how to get started, becoming more inspired when it comes to meditating and, and, and developing these different points of the body and using them in the correct ways? I mean, what are some, some real good advice, simple advice that you can give somebody that's being inspired right now? You know, the simplest advice that I can give somebody that's getting into meditation or, um, you know, starting to run energy is to just literally sit still with your eyes closed and take 10 deep breaths and actually see how far you can get with it because about three or four breaths usually into it, your mind starts wandering. So just bringing your mind back to that center and um, and having nothingness, no thoughts at all. You'll, you'll find, and this is why people don't often like to sit by themselves because all kinds of thoughts start coming in that they don't, they don't want to think about these things and they don't realize that all these thoughts that are actually coming into them are um, items that are actually taking up their space in their chakras. And what we want to do is, as spirits is keep those wheels clear so that we can actually exude greatness instead of owning the circumstances that I was talking about before. So just to sit silently by yourself take a big deep breath, let it go. And then each thought that comes in with that breath, let it go. And then you will actually be able to start hearing your spirit speak to you. Um, And you'll actually be able to kind of assess, wow, what's really taking out my space as I'm sitting here silently, you know, is Joe Blow coming into my space? Is work coming into my space? Am I worrying about money? Am I worrying about you know, car, this and that, you really see what's taking up that space. And the minute that you have those thoughts, what you want to do is, you know, say you're having car problems. I'm not having car problems. My car is completely fine. And what I do is I put it in a little glass rose and I blow it up into the universe and I give it back to the universe. Any negative thoughts that I have, I just give it back because they don't belong to me. They're taking up my space, but they don't belong to me. And so I, I think just sitting silently and taking you know, starting with 10 breaths, and then if you attain the 10 breaths, go with 20, and then, you know, just really feel the thoughts that are coming in and let them go. Turn each one into a positive. And if you're having positive thoughts, more power to you. Build that positive thought up and then send it back out so that you're just clearing that space. It's kind of like, um, I think, layers of an onion is what I attribute it to, is you're always peeling those layers back and you're trying to get down to the core. Nice. Nice. See, now I'm speaking for myself when I say this, but I really feel like personally I am such a good visualizer. And, I mean, visualization was one of the things that, you know, I was taught as I got into, you know, entrepreneurism and personal development. And I think that I I, I don't think that there was enough balance, I guess, in the beginning. And I've become such a good visualizer that every time I try to close my eyes, I just automatically start visualizing. And, I, and it makes me feel, and I know this is just a feeling that I'm having, that, 
and I should be able to change after this wonderful conversation, but I really have lately felt like being such a good visualizer is making it kind of tougher to quiet the mind and, and, and just meditate. I mean, what, what comes up for you when I say something like that? Uh, grounding yourself. <laughs> it, it, to, to me, you just saying that, um, the energy that I read off of that is that very much your, your uh, fifth, sixth, and seventh are completely open, so you're constantly getting these intuitive messages. You're verbalizing them and communicating them. Your um, crown is just constantly being said, and that channel of intuition is very open with your third eye. So um, I would think... Um, just grounding yourself. Um, what I would suggest when you're doing that is, um, and this is what I do too when I do meditation, is I open and close my feet chakra and I visualize running um, any type of earth color that I can up my legs all the way up and then down. Um, I create a um, grounding cord from the base of my spine right next to my first chakra. And so what I do is I imagine, you know, like a wood color coming all the way up my legs and then pouring it back down um, out of that grounding. So it's kind of like you're rooted to the earth and you're not just being, you know, kind of floating above, above the clouds and just in um, that space of being ungrounded. Because what happens when you're being, um, when you have your fifth and sixth and seventh open, you're just getting immense energy and insight from a higher source, which is the universe. And so that take, it kind of makes you floaty, like it takes you up as opposed to just grounding yourself and visualizing yourself being very much, you know, part of Mother Earth, yet still being able to harness that power of Father, Son, as they say. Um, so I just, I just think grounding yourself or even like, you know, while you're visualizing, have a, a piece of wood or a crystal or something, a, a handful of dirt, whatever, you know, in your hand so that you're just kind of keeping, you're grounding yourself. It's, it's definitely, everything's a balance. I mean, you know, you want to ground yourself just as much as you want to be open to receive. Right. No. And I, I really, that's, that's very helpful. And I'm going to, and I'll be trying that starting today because I, you know, I set so much time aside and, and I've always done so well with visualizing and, and really getting emotional with the things that I want to manifest in my life and, and playing it out in my mind as if it already exists and all those wonderful mm-hmm. visualizing techniques um, but when I really, lately, because, you know, I've never, it's always been more visualizing than meditating for me. So lately, just, you know, trying to get into a real clean meditation, very hard to clear my mind. And I think that, that the way you just explained that um, in, 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 in relevance to the chakras and having, I, that, that really makes sense to me. Hopefully it makes sense to other people that may be having similar problems. But thank you. Thank you very much for that. We are... Uh, we're getting close to, to what I want to where I want to end this about when it comes to time limit wise. Um, I I could probably go on with you for hours, but you know with these podcasts I want to keep them to a certain amount of time so that people don't get overwhelmed and and you know we're gonna have to bring you back on because I know there's other things that I didn't even get a chance to get to in the last 30 minutes that I want to talk to you about and they're a little more advanced and I'm sure I'll be getting some questions. Um, through the Wallen Phenomenon website about this podcast, and maybe we'll bring those back up. you got no problem coming back and, and, and doing some more preaching, for lack of a better word, in the future, do you? Oh, not at all. I, I would be honored to. Absolutely. All right. Well, before, before we go, I want to give people an opportunity to get in touch with you if they need to be. Now, you were talking a little earlier about the Healing Light Institute. Do you want to give, give a little more information about how people can, uh, can check that out for themselves and and get some more information about that that uh that institute. 
Yes, um, the Healing Light Institute is um, located in Auburn, California, and basically it provides um, just a plethora of <laughs> d different services to I individuals um, to, to allow their spirits to, you know, grow and just be open. And uh, the Healing Light Institute, there's a phone number, it's 530-889-0023, and Donna Ars is the founder of that. She um, has, we have also, um, I'm part of a nonprofit organization called ForgottenSoldiers.org, uh, and what that is doing is we provide free massage, acupuncture, counseling, um, so many different things to our Afghanistan soldiers as well as our Vietnam vets, Korean, whoever, you know, any type of veteran um, that needs healing. And this is a free service that we're providing to these individuals to bring these guys home. And I say bring them home, not bring them home to the States, but bring them back into their bodies because what we're hearing is these individuals just want to be how they were before they left to the war. And, um, and and we, as, you know, fellow citizens should be providing, you know, some type of healing for them. So uh, the Healing Light Institute in Auburn is, has founded this, and it's a wonderful, wonderful program. Um, Donna Ars has a website. It's called Light. It's www.lightdonnaars, and that's L-I-G-H-T-D-O-N-N-A-A-R-Z.com. And you can get more uh, insight, and there's links as well to the Healing Light. Or I'm sorry, to the Forgotten Soldiers program. And if anybody wants to reach out and contact me directly, I'm more than happy to assist or provide any anything that anybody would need. Um, you can contact me at Maria underscore Talbot at Yahoo.com, and that's uh, T A L B O T dot com. Nice. Thank you very so. much for that. All right. Well, and, and that phone number that you gave for the Healing Light Institute, um, anybody, we would be looking for Ann R's, right? Uh, Donna R's. Okay, so it's all Donna. Yeah. Donna R's. All right. Well, Maria, I have, uh, I have been blessed to be in your presence on the telephone today. Thank you so much. Oh, thank every, you. It's been an honor. No, you're you're very welcome. And like I said, I guarantee you, we'll be we'll be back with you soon. I'll keep in touch on a regular basis, like we do, because we just love feeding off of each other's energy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll we'll have to do another podcast here soon, and uh, and maybe I can come up to your area, and maybe we can do uh, I know the the biggest thing that's going on right now, and I'm really trying to transverse into it is the video podcasting. So oh, maybe awesome. we can entertain the idea of coming up there in your area and. Finding a nice, quiet location in the uh, in the beautiful uh, nature. Um, yeah, there's plenty of that. that you have there. Yeah, maybe we can shoot some uh, some some uh, some video podcasts up there, and uh, and, put, and people can put a face to the name, and and we can uh, we can do it uh, we can do it top notch style like that. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you. And I, I hope you have the most amazing day ever today, and uh, and keep living you life. You as on well. Earth. And okay, many blessings to everyone. <laughs> Wall and Phenomenon. Wall and Phenomenon. The Wall and Phenomenon Podcast. The Wall and Phenomenon Podcast.